Hello everyone, this is Growing Into Growth, and I come to do a message that I did last week that I didn't do it right how I was supposed to do it, so I'm coming to do the message the way I should have been did, and the message is called, I know you frustrated, but trust me, you know, God saying this to you, I know you frustrated, but trust me, and the way I did last week was called, frustrated but trusting but it should have been in the knowledge of God saying I know you frustrated but trust me and I'm gonna start to with the Proverbs 3 5 through 6 and I'm reading from Life Application Study Bible New King James Version Proverbs 3 to 6 and Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Again, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Just trust in God. And a quote I put in here today is from me here called, it's a traveling to accomplish our goal may have storms. Just keep traveling. Traveling to accomplish our goals may have storms. Just keep traveling. And you know, that's like when you driving say you're going from texas to chicago and you know your destination is chicago and along that way you probably run through a thunderstorm or snowstorm but you know your destination is to get to chicago that you keep traveling till you get to your destination and when god directing you that's why he say, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. He going to tell you if you need to exit. He going to tell you if you need to stay still. He going to tell you when it's time to move. He going to tell you to pack lunch. Uh... He's going to tell you whatever it is that you need to know when he's directing your path and you acknowledge him in all that way. He's going to direct your path. So that's why I had to quote to him, travelers to accomplish our goals may have storms, just keep traveling. And I wrote a poem, I call it a frustrated poem. It seems like it's frustrated, you're frustrated, but during the process, it's very clear of what you're doing, but it seems like you're frustrated, but actually you're accomplishing something. And the poem goes like, It seems I'm going in circles to get to my path in life. Reason unknown, or maybe just to lose the unnecessary while gaining the necessary. When I'm putting a puzzle together, I pick up pieces just to put down pieces 
Am I confused? Or maybe it's just to get the right pieces to put the puzzle together correctly. Yesterday I felt heavily. Today I feel lightly. Am I a failure? Or am I learning how to succeed for tomorrow? You, you, understand, you see that poem? It's a poem that seems like you're frustrated, but you actually succeed. Because when, when, when God is leading you in your life, Sometimes you seem like, you know, you're frustrated and it seems like sometimes, like, oh man, oh, am I getting anywhere? But actually, you, you're getting somewhere when God leads you. You're getting somewhere. That's why when I say in this poem, I said, it seems I'm going in circles to get to my path in life. Reason unknown, or maybe just to lose the unnecessary or gaining the necessary. Then another one said, you know, when you're picking up, when you're doing a puzzle, when I'm putting a puzzle together, I pick up pieces just to put down pieces. Am I confused? No, you ain't confused. Or maybe it's just to get the right pieces to put the puzzle together correctly. Because that's exactly what you're doing. You're picking up pieces, putting down pieces so you can get the right pieces to put the puzzle together correctly. Yesterday, I felt heavily. Today, I fail lightly. Am I a failure? No, you're not a failure. Or am I learning how to succeed for tomorrow? No, yesterday you failed heavily. Today, you fail lightly. No, you're not a failure. You're learning how to succeed for tomorrow. Very frustrating, but as you go through the process, you see that it's actually not frustrating. Seem frustrating, actually not frustrating once you start going through the process. Frustrated. Definition. Feeling or expressing distress, distress and annoyance, especially because of an inability to change or to achieve something. Not being able to find a job frustrated him. That's the sentence they give to describe frustrated. Not being able to find a job frustrated him. And he said he wasn't going to find a job. He said not being able to find a job frustrated him. Don't say he wasn't going to find one one day. I know you're frustrated. But trust me, we're going to go to Abraham and Sarah, Genesis 12, 1 through 4. Genesis 12, 1 through 4. When God first appears to Abraham, he said, Now the Lord said to Abram, he went to Abraham, yeah, he Abram now. Get out your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and will curse him who 
curse is you. And in all the families of the earth shall be blessed. In you, all the families in the earth shall be blessed. This God first appeared to Abraham, telling him to get out of his land and go to a land where he, he going to be a stranger in. That, you know, nobody was going to know him. And that land was going to be his land. And then you can read in uh, the same chapter, verse 12, I mean verse 7. Then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, To your descendants I will give this land. And there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. And he moved from there to the mountain east of Bethlehem. And he pinched his tent with Bethlehem on the west and Ai on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called the name of the Lord. Called on the name of the Lord. So Abram joined going on still toward the south. Now, Abram, God done told Abram to go to this land of Canaan. I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but that, you know, this land he was going to give to to him and, and for his people in the future. Now, once Abram get to the land, he gets he gets over to the land that after he's there for uh I don't know how long, but he in the land and a famine comes on the land. Now there's a famine on the land. God just told him to go to the land and then he goes over and get away from the camp people, then he goes to the land, and then once he gets to the land, it be the famine in the land. Now there's a famine in the land. Now he got to leave the land and go to Egypt, where there's no famine in. Now, in this case, luckily that Abraham is trusting God and leaning not into his own understanding. You know, he probably was a little frustrated, like, uh-huh. I, I, I just got up there where I called it. I know you're frustrated. God said, I know you're frustrated, but trust me. So he like, uh-huh. Go to, go to Egypt. So he goes to Egypt. Then he goes to Egypt because uh, there was no famine. In the land. So, you know, as soon as he get to the land, you know, it seems like it's already like, wait a minute, now, what, 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 what I'm doing here? But he, he trusting in God. Then, then we're going to go to Genesis, another another scene about Abraham. Genesis 15, 1 through 8. If you hear pages turning, that's because I use uh, a real Bible. God covenant with Abraham. After those things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in the vision, saying, do not be afraid. Abram, he's still Abram now. I'm your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me seeing I go childless? He, he looked frustrated right here, you know. That, uh, and the heir of my house is Elizabeth of Demarcus. Then Abram said, Look, 
You have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my hair. See, uh, right here, you, you can see a little frustration in here because, you know, uh, you know, God done told him that he won't, you know, be the father of many nations and the land of uh, Canaan was going to be there for inheritance. He, he ain't got no child yet. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this one shall not be your hair, but who, <clears throat> but one who will come from your own body shall be your hair. Then he brought him outside and said, look now toward the heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. Amen. They were like, I ain't got no child yet. I'm going to have descendants like that? First grade. I know you're first grade, but trust me. And he believed in the Lord. See, he believed in the Lord. And he accounted it to him for righteousness. Then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of your channelies to give you this land to inherit it. And he said, Lord God, how shall I know I will inherit it? And then, you know, a deep sleep um, fell upon him. Then God was showing him about how people going to be in bondage for 400 years. Remember, Abraham ain't got no child yet. I mean, he don't even have Ishmael yet. He ain't got no child yet. And he is, God is promising him that all the earth going to be blessed through his seed. And he going to have kings and nations. And let's go to Genesis 16. And we're going to show. Uh, I know you're frustrated. But trust me. So here's another area where you can see the uh, frustration. That don't took. That kind of taking place. But you see they trying to put their own spin on it here. Uh, saving Abraham like hey so, so let's read now Saban, Abraham's wife had borne him no children and she had an Egyptian maid servant whose name was Hagar so Hagar said to Abraham see now the Lord has restrained me from bearing children please go into my maid perhaps I shall obtain children by her say like I ain't got no children so you go into my maid and have a child by her. And Abram heeded the voice of Sarah. Then Sarah, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, and gave her to her husband, Abram, he's still Abram, he ain't Abraham yet, to be his wife. And Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan. Now, Abraham done been in the land of Canaan ten years. And he don't have no child. Ten years. And God don't told him that this land uh, going to be his and his to inherit. And he going to have, it going to be for his people. And don't show him that, you know, they going to be uh, slaves in the land for 400 years and things of that nature. But he still don't have no child. It's been ten years. Ten years they've been in the land. So now they don't took upon themselves and Sarah don't got pregnant 
I mean, Sarah don't have Abraham to impregnate her maid. Now let's, let's read the story. So Abram said to Sarah, Indeed, your maid is in your hand. Do to her as you please. Okay, let me go back on verse. I skipped the verse. Excuse me. Verse went to five, and I say, Then Sarah said to Abram, My wrong be upon you. I gave my maid into your embrace. And when she saw that she had conceived, I became despised in her eyes. The Lord judged between you and me. So Abram said to Sarah, Indeed, your maid is yours. It's in your hand. Do as to her as you please. And when Sarah dealt harshly with her, she fled from her presence. Now, now it's a problem now because the maid, Hagar, she, she got a son. She got a child, but Sarah don't have none yet. You know, and now it seems to Sarah that Hagar is kind of like, you know, mocking her because she got a child, you know, uh, seeing like she more than, she more uh, important, in other words, to Abraham than her because she feel, you know, because she got a child. But Abraham told her that, you know, you deal deal how you want to deal with her because, you know, she's your mate. So she did hard with Sarah. I mean, Hagar took off running. But as she took off running, she went into the woods. And she went into the woods and God appeared to her. And when God appeared to her, he told her this. Behold, you are with child and you shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael. Because the Lord has heard your affliction. He shall be a wild man. His hand shall be against every man. And every man against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. Now. Abram got a son now. He been in the land 10 years. He left. Went to left and went to the land at 75. Now he's like what, 85, 86. And now he got a child. So I know you're frustrated, but trust me. So now Abraham like, okay, I got a child now. I, I guess this 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 the one. So now we're gonna go to Genesis 17, chapter 17. Verse 1. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am Almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless, and I will make my covenant between me and you, and you will multiply your seed exceedingly. Now, then Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram. Now he should be. Your name shall be called Abraham. Now he's Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful. And I will make nations of you. And kings shall come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you. 
and your descendants after you and their generation for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. Also, I give you and your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger, all the land of Canaan as an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. So God telling Abraham again, you know, he telling them about this. So Abraham, he listening. And God said to Abraham, as for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you throughout their generation. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised. And you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your floor skin, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. Okay, you know, he's telling them about, you know, the circumcision and all that, that part of the covenant. So I'm going to skip down to uh, verse 15. Verse 15 of chapter 17. Then God said to Abel, as for you, save your wife. Sarah, your wife, shall not, you shall not call her Sarah, but Sarah shall be her name. Now her name changed too. And I will bless her and also give you a son by her. Uh oh. Here, here we go. And I will bless her and give. You a son by her. Then I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nation. King of people shall be from her. Then Abram fell on his face and laughed and said in her, Shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is 99, I mean, who is 90 years old, bear a child? And Abram said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Abraham said, hey, I got a son, I got Abraham. I mean, I got a son, I got Ishmael. You know, I got a son. So can we, can we use Ishmael? You know, because he like, you know, I guess, you know, Abraham, he, he frustrated because, you know, uh, God, God don't talk, God, told him that he going to be a father of nations and men nations. So he didn't have no children after he was in the land 10 years. So he decides to, uh, him and Sarah decided to get one by the handmaid because Sarah, she, she didn't have no children yet. So now when God comes to him again, telling him uh, about he going to be a father of nations and a child going to come from him. Sarah, Abram fell on his face. Not, to me, not falling on his face in doubt. Falling on his face like in frustration and saying, oh, no, nah, uh-huh. What? What? It's, it's like uh, just frustrated. Like, uh-huh. But he trusts him. He, he, that's why God said, I know you're frustrated, but trust me. I, I, I got this. Then God said, No, Sarah, your wife shall be, shall bear you a son, and you should call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, 
and when his descendant after him. Nah, not from what you thought I was. You, 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 you in a way like, nah, nah you thought you going to help me out. Uh, but, no, nah, it's not by Ishmael. The child will be by safe. God already got the name for him. His name going to be Isaac. That's who the, that's who I'm establishing my covenant with for this land of Canaan. And then he tell him about Ishmael. And then he said, and as for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply his seed exceedingly. He shall beget 12 princes. And I will make him a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac from Sarah shall bear to you at this set time next year. And he finished talking with him and God went up from Abraham. Now, as you can, as you can see in there, the, the frustration. So, as uh, Abraham ended up being like, uh, what's it, 99 years old? Uh, uh, 100 years old? 99, 100 years old when uh, Isaac was born. So, from 75 years old when he had to leave from his people that were the trust, trusting God started. When 75 years old to 100 years old, that's a 25 year gap before Isaac came. But during that process, when he joined it, when he left, uh, The land where his people was at to go to the strange land, which is the land of Canaan. He went over there, and as soon as he went over there, it's a famine in the land. So now he got to leave from the land and go to Egypt, and then go back into the land. Now he's been in the land ten years, excuse me, and he still haven't had a child. You know, so now he he becomes frustrated, and Sarah she ain't had no child. So they made a child from the handmaid, Hagar. God said, I know you're frustrated, but trust me. So God comes to him again and, 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 and tells him again that he was going to have a child. But Abraham was like, hey, I got, I got Ishmael right here. And God said, no, the child going to come from Sarah. The, the covenant going to be built through. Uh, through the land. But then you also had a episode in here that but just before that time that God sent some angels and they came and talking to uh, Abraham and and Sarah overheard them out there talking uh, about that she was going to uh, bear a child and she went to laugh. Because, you know, she was saying in her old age and God said, hey, you laugh? She said, no, 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 no. But I'm not going to read the whole thing. So they end up, uh, God ended up blessing them with Isaac. And Sarah ended up having Isaac as a child. And which the covenant was built through. And God said, I know you're frustrated, 
But trust me, like Moses, when Moses, when God did the burning bush, and, you know, he told Moses he want him to tell Pharaoh, let his people go. And, and Moses like, oh, who, who am I to be going to Pharaoh telling him to let my people go? And then God told him, hey, you going to go there? You know, Moses was doubting because Moses was kind of nervous and scared because, you know, what he had did over there, you know, he had kept the... Uh, the Egyptian, he flew. That's why he left in the first place. And then he, in the old age, he flew. He fled to get away from there. And God came to him, told him that uh, you uh, to go to him and uh, tell him let my people go. And Moses was like, ah, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. You know, he coming up excuses after excuses. Moses, said, ah, I can't even speak that good. God said, I got, I got your brother. He come through the wood. He can speak for you. Uh, I know you're frustrated, but trust me. So, like, when Moses went, God even told him that when you go to him these, these amount of time that, uh, I'm going, to uh, I mean, his heart going to be hard and he ain't going to let him go. Even though, you know, Moses know this, you know, Moses still go to him and he wouldn't let the people go. So, you know, it probably, you know, in a way, frustrated. But, you know, God said, I know you're frustrated, but trust me. I know you're frustrated, but trust me. And you know the story of Moses. He didn't make it into the promised land, but he ended up leading the He ended up seeing the promised land. And the people, uh, Joshua and Caleb, the ones that ended up, and everybody that was under the age of 20, ended up going into the, the promised land. God said, I know you frustrated, but trust me, Joseph, the 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 young, the next to the youngest, Rachel's son, the next to the youngest, uh, Jacob, twelve son, twelve children. Uh, you know, he had the vision. You know, he could interpret dreams. He had the vision that uh, one day, you know. That his his uh, parents and his brother them were gonna bow down, you know, gonna be bound to him, and and all what he went through, because uh, the Bible make reference to that, you know, that they that they eventually did his brother them were bound to him, and he remembered the dream, but but for him to get to that, you know, he was. Uh, Sold him the, first his brother them throw him in the pit. They want to kill him. Sold him into slavery. I mean, sold him into slavery. Then he became uh, he where he was going. He was getting favor now. Then he became in uh, uh, a high ranking among I mean, in the um, in one of Pharaoh's top. I'm say security, and then. That guy's wife lied on him. Then they throw him in jail. Then he in jail. He in jail for a couple of, of, of years. But during the process while he in jail, he interpreted a dream. Then the guy that interpret that he interpreted the dream for had forgot about him until Pharaoh had another had another dream, and for Joseph to come in and interpret. And then we all know the story of Joseph, how he he turned out. But during that process, I know you're frustrated, 
But trust me. I know you're frustrated. But. Trust me. Let me say that again. I know you're frustrated. But. Trust me. Anytime. That you get into the next level. Because I got this other quote. I, I, I say. The greatest level. Is the next level. Every level you go up to and God leading you, you need God to, you need to, uh, you need to, uh, know that you trust in God. That's why he said, you know, you be frustrated, but he said, I know you're frustrated, but trust me. And, and, and doing these processes, it's like something that, uh, God, uh, don't showed you or said to you that, when you do become frustrated, you always remember uh, what he did or something uh, that was said to you or shown to you that give you the uh, confidence in him to keep it moving, to keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Because he, he comes and he says something to you uh, every time to remind you, hey, if you notice, he kept coming to Abraham, telling him, you know, the 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 uh, same message kind of over and over again. To let him know, hey, I know you're frustrated, but trust me. He, like with uh, Joshua. When Joshua was going through battle to, to take over the land, he would come to him and give him a message about encouragement. Be encouraged. He was coming to him. Uh, be a good faith, you know, saying things, you know, to him to keep him, keep him moving. I know you're frustrated, but trust me. And the greatest level is the next level. Well, this this is a, a deep message, man. You know, I know you're frustrated, but trust me. I know you're frustrated, but trust me. Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your pain. Right there saying, trust me. You know, sometimes, you know, he said, lean not to your own uh Lean not to your own understanding. Sometimes they can be frustrated in itself because you know you think I know, I know. Believe me, I know. I go like, hey man, I know. Like this message I'm doing now, I didn't do it the right way the first time, so I had to come back and do it again because this is what the message should say. I know you frustrated, but trust me. But I tried to put all some old other twists in there and. I feel God was like, no, they ain't, they ain't what I told you. They ain't what I want you to put out. So I say, then I come up with my quote saying, Travis to accomplish our goals may have stones. Just keep traveling. I know you're frustrated, but trust me. I know you're frustrated, but trust me. And that's the end of today's message of going into growth. May God bless you. Peace.